My name is Christy Duff, and I have a passion for the Word of God. I've seen the way that a daily dose of the one-year Bible has changed my life, and I know that it can change, affect, and impact every day we live. Well, hello, beautiful friends. I am so happy to be here with you, and I'm praying that this podcast finds you in a place where you are just pressing into God and worshiping Him in all of his glory and beauty as much as our earthly eyes can see. I don't know if it's raining where you are or when you're listening to this, but it has just been dumping rain for days. And I love it because it just makes me think of the way that God showers us with his presence and showers us with his love and showers us with his communion and fellowship that he longs to have with us. And of course, once this rain ends and the rainbow comes, what a beautiful rainbow reminder of the covenant that we have in the protection of God. You know, in the one-year Bible, this week we've been reading Psalm 18. And the writer in there, he says, Thou, Lord, dost make my lamp burn bright, and my God will lighten my darkness. With thy help I leap over a bank. By God's aid I spring over a wall. The way of God is perfect. The Lord's word has stood the test. He is the shield of all who take refuge in him. What God is there but the Lord? What rock but our God? The God who girds me with strength and makes my way blameless, who makes me swift as a hind and sets me secure on the mountains, who trains my hand for battle and my arms aim an arrow, tipped with bronze. Thou hast given me the shield of thy salvation. Thy hand sustains me. Thy providence makes me great. Thou givest me room for my steps. And that psalm is, you know, before and after those verses, just absolutely beautiful. But I loved that little section and it just sprung out to my heart when I read it a couple days ago. And I know I'm reading an older version of the Bible. Well, it's kind of funny. I can't remember if I said it or not, but I bought this Bible at a bookstore in a used book collection. And I thought it was this ancient, gorgeous version of the Bible. And I looked at the front of it to see what the copyright was. And it was written in the 1970s, which is when I was born. So I guess maybe I am also an ancient, worn out version. I definitely feel like that. But I love it because it leans back to the old King James version. And I love the way that the beautiful prayer sounds. And I love the way that it comes across to let us know that countless generations have leaned upon the presence and the strength of God. He says that the way of God is perfect and the Lord's word has stood the test. And I just love to think about how many countless generations have leaned into the presence of God for strength, for help, for rest, for peace, for aid, for comfort. And to every single one, 
God has proven himself faithful. God's word has proven to be strong enough, able enough. God's word has endured. God's word hasn't become outdated or old-fashioned, regardless of what version you happen to be reading this year. God's word, God's presence, God's comfort, God's aid has proven time and time again, generation after generation, person after person, that God is sufficient, that he's more than enough, that he is more than able. And I think what was on my heart to say in this podcast today is that everything that we find the author of Psalm 18 compiling is completely accurate. When he says that God shows himself loyal, when he says that God makes his lamp burn bright, that by God we can leap over a wall, by God we have all the power that we need, that he's a shield. What was on my heart to remind us today is that all that we need to live this life is found in the presence of God, is found in the word of God, that all we need for life and godliness is available for us today. So what is it that we want to do with the help and power of God? We have all the attributes of God at our disposal, and yet I don't know about you, but Sometimes I can find myself living such an apathetic, lazy, and comfortable Christian life. I think sometimes day in, day out, you would have no idea that I have the power of God at my disposal. I can walk around so timid. I can speak so shyly. I can live so comfortably. And just reading this psalm, it was on my heart to pray for me and for you that instead of living comfortable and easy lives, that we would live lives pressed into the power of God. The question I think Psalm 18 left me with today is what do I want to do with this power? What do I want to do with the truth that I can leap over a wall by the power of God? What do I want to do with the truth that God is my my shield, my sword, my protector? What do I want to do with the truth that I can fight the enemy and that in Christ I'm more than a conqueror? What do I want to do with that? Well, I can tell you the truth. I don't want to live lazy and comfortable. I don't want to live an easy life. I want to show this world that the power of God resides in me, that it's not me, it's not of my own humanity, it's not of my great work or great righteousness or great power, but that the power of Christ in me is alive, is ready, is able, is sufficient, more than sufficient, more than a conqueror, more than victorious. You know, just thinking about the life of Joseph, and today in the one-year Bible, we see him 
forgive his brothers. And he says, it, it wasn't you that sent me here. It was God who sent me ahead to save a nation. And I just feel so convicted every time I read that because I know that God's word says that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but it sure feels like we wrestle against flesh and blood, doesn't it? And Joseph could have let bitterness keep him from what God called him to do. Joseph could have let bitterness keep him bound up in anger toward his brothers who very physically did send him there. But instead, Joseph chose to let God's power forgive and restore and lead and conquer through him. And that is so challenging to me to not have fleshly, practical, apathetic eyes who get mad because this person does this and this person does that and cut someone off forever, but instead to know that God's sovereign power ordains our steps. And so because of that, we have the power to forgive, the power to love, the power to not be angry, the power not to be overcome by grief, by fear, by hurt, by wounds. Precious ones, we have the power to live in victory of forgiveness, in victory of a new page, a new start, a new day, in victory of restoration and redemption and newness. And I don't think that Joseph would have been able to be the leader that God called him to be without letting that forgiveness in God's power surge through his life and his heart. You know, we see Jesus weary from the death of John the Baptist, his cousin. We see a moment of humanity in our precious Savior, and it just seems like he's longing to be alone in Matthew and he's looking for a lonely place to pray in the wilderness and a lonely place on the lake and yet over and over it says that the crowds find him and they come around and they bring him all who are sick and Jesus in his weary humanity he could have just been annoyed at everyone you know I don't know if I'm the only one but there's times where if I'm hungry, if I'm sad, if I'm tired, if I'm disappointed because I was really looking forward to someone or something that I can really take it out on someone. I can really take it out on the people who seem to be interruptions to me. And yet I'm so challenged in these last couple of days that Jesus didn't let his annoyance show. He didn't let people feel like they were interruptions or inconveniences to his schedule. It says that he looked at them and he let his compassion drive his heart. He let his heart be moved at their plight. He, he was compassionate. He was tenderhearted. He let God interrupt what he had planned. And that takes the power of God and precious ones. We have God's ability to do that in and through us as well. All these people who were crowding around Jesus when he seems to just want to rest and instead, he let God's power move through him, love through him, heal through him, save through him. And I'm challenged. 
honestly. I'm challenged today at what Psalm 18 says we have and how often I seem to live the opposite of that. At how often I let my anger show. At how often I let my face look wounded. At how often I let my annoyance or my weariness or my tiredness show instead of pressing in to the power of God because God's power is there and designed and present to make us become who we aren't naturally. On my own, I'm angry, I'm wounded, I'm tired, I'm weary, I'm upset. I just want to be alone. (laughs) I just want to show people that they hurt me. And yet we have the power of God at our disposal, the power of the Holy Spirit, the deutimous, dynamic power of God anointed upon our lives in order to be who we aren't naturally. You know, God's grace, oh, grace, grace, God's grace, so beautiful, right? But it's not just available in order to forgive our sins, in order to let his mercies be new upon us. God's grace, if we read all the verses in the Bible about God's grace, it's available in order to make us who we could never be on our own, who we could never be without it. God's grace makes us different. God's power is called to make us unnatural through his natural love, through his natural forgiveness, through his natural power, through his natural restoration. We can be who we could never be on our own. And that's my prayer for us today is that we will press in not to live how Christy Duff could always live every single day if it was just me on my own, and how you could always live every single day if it was just you on your own. I pray, like Psalm 18 says, that today we'll leap over the walls that the enemy puts up, that we'll jump over the great caverns that the enemy tries to use to divide the body of Christ, that we will forgive those great and true grievances that it seems that others have put against us, knowing that it's God's goodness that has for some reason allowed us to walk those paths. I pray that Psalm 18 would enable us to love, to save, to heal, to restore, to reach out when maybe our tendency is instead just to draw away alone and to be the introvert that sometimes we all long to be, but instead to live with the unnatural power of God upon us so that we can show this world the glory and the mighty power and love and restoration and forgiveness of our great God. So that's what I'm praying for us today. God bless you. Thanks for listening and tuning in to the Growing in the Sun podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe and I'll see you here next time.
words were deep in my 